the lidded salt jar Sandra had admired. Porcelain, the potter told her, fired at a very high heat. Non-porous, it won't leak. It's so light, the woman said. Why don't you choose three pieces to display, I told the potter, and give me a stack of your cards. She nodded, wordless, but those extraordinary eyes were on my mother. Good to see you, Peggy, my mother said, her tone steady and kind. And you, Lena. I didn't believe either one of them. The door really is pink. Not a bold raspberry pink, but the pink of a young girl's ballet slippers, or her first lip gloss. The door is the only understated thing about the place— For years, there was no sign, and even now people miss it. In good weather, they spot the rooftop deck, ripe with food and drink, Puget Sound sparkling beyond, and stop anyone strolling by for directions. It's worth the effort. Our waiter poured the Prosecco and vanished like the mist that had hung over the sound this morning. Ah, my mother leaned back, a touch more gray. She calls it sparkle, shown in her hair than when we'd last seen each other, and when her face relaxed, lips upturned, eyes closed, I saw a few more fine wrinkles. How I have missed Seattle. Tell me about Bonnie, or Peggy. I don't remember her. I reached for the breadbasket. Some other time, sweet pea. Your hair's cute, by the way, now that I'm used to it. I want to hear about the shop and your love life. I felt my cheeks warm and hoped the awning kept my embarrassment in shadow. Shop's great, I said. Matt and Cayenne fit in well. It's a relief to have a solid crew in place again. You were worried about losing customers over the last... incident. She avoided the word murder. I'd be happy to avoid it for a good long while myself. Yesterday's news. When the connection to the shop hit the paper, people came in all wide-eyed. Oh, you're that pepper. But the talk faded fast and we didn't lose any commercial accounts over it. Good. You infused the shop with such a positive spirit. Jane's a dear, but her vibration's been slowing the last few years, and the energy had drained out of the place. I'm looking forward to meeting your young man, although he's probably not so young, is he? I snatched up my glass so the waiter could set the Italian chopped salad in front of me. She meant to point out that I was no longer so young myself. But it was funny. Both Ben and I are blessed, or cursed, with youthful faces, and we'd hesitated over our mutual attraction, unsure about dating someone so much younger. Then we discovered that wasn't the case. We're two years apart. He turned 41 in March. You'll like him. My mother pointed her flute at me. The question is, do you like him? What's his sign? I picked up my fork and speared a chickpea, described on the menu as raised on the wild grasslands of the Palouse country in eastern Washington. I'm not sure. I'm so glad you're here, and I can hardly wait to see Dad. My father had flown to Vancouver to meet Kristen's dad for their annual sailing trip up the Canadian coast, 
They'd be back in Seattle in a few weeks. You don't know the man's birthday, let alone his moon and rising signs? Pepper, what are you thinking? I was thinking that I didn't want to have this conversation. After the debacle that had been my previous relationship, I'd plunged into the tidewater of timidity and the cesspool of self-doubt. Kristen had urged me to flirt, have fun, go bowling, and stop worrying about my judgment in men. Ben fit the bill. Reading the stars too closely meant investing too much in the future. I'd told him I wanted to take things slowly, and he'd agreed. I got the impression his last relationship had been pretty volatile, one of those off-and-on things that can take a while to recover from. She sighed. Remember, you're a Gemini, but you have strong grounding influences. That's why you manage to accomplish so much. You need some...